at the beginning of 2022, uh, there were only four banks uh, that were uh, like insolvent or technically uh, kind of uh, below 5% of some kind of capital, I don't know, requirement ratio or something. Uh, but then the number grew to 330 something banks, you know, within six months. So like imagine like December, uh, the end of the year 2021 or the beginning of 2022, you have mm -hmm. like four community banks and the number grows uh, to over 300 banks uh <laughs> over 300 banks like 75x you know the the the, the number grows with uh, over 6 months and it was like still this is like we are talking like i don't know how many months uh, ago and then what happened uh, after the 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 rates uh, no, sorry the 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 rates uh, were hiked even even more and more and more people started to leave uh, in the us you know they they started to behave like the yield farmers of the defi Welcome back to Mtambo Desk Podcast. My name is Jeku Mtambo, and the following is a conversation with Yakub Shimek, a co-founder of Vezisha DAO and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. Uh, in today's episode, I'll be talking with Yakub Shimek about his article and called Sam Bank Bankman Fried under the second uh, season of Daily Balladism series. And now, dear friends, here is uh, Yakub Shimek. Yakub, uh, thank you. Uh, so much for joining me again uh, at Imtambo Desk Podcast. Hi, Duke. It's, it's a pleasure. I'm happy to be here recording with you the second season. <laughs> I saw already the first published video. It's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm happy to be back, back at home. Tomorrow I'm going to work <laughs> wow. after my paternity leave. So yeah. I, I hope you enjoyed the paternity leave. <laughs> Yeah, it's been, uh, it's, <laughs> you know, like Tim Ferriss called uh, Balaji's, uh, ba uh, he called Balaji uh, post-economic, you know, so like I, I had this like post-economic uh, period of half, half a year, <laughs> I didn't need to work, uh, but I'm going back to work, you know, so it's, for me, it was just a half year, but it was a very nice half year doing some daily balladisms with you and like you're taking care of my two kids now. So mm. it was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. We can start uh, uh, by getting your thoughts on um, on Balaji Sirvasan, um recent tweet where he likened um, the Fed to the FTX. And created a meme of Uncle uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. What do you make uh, of this comparison? Yeah, I mean, uh, Balaji is great at the memes. Uh, he is like uh, creating new and good ideas like every day or every week. And um, he's also good at the uh, compressing like um, like difficult ideas or like uh, kind of complex ideas into like. Um, yeah, uh, like memes and into like uh, kind of easy to understand quotes. So uh, the current financial crisis 2.0 that he calls the central bank crisis or even fiat crisis, 
uh, can be explained <laughs> in these four words. You know, it's like Uncle Sam, Bankman, Fried. You know, mm -hmm. so SBF, uh, we know, uh, or our listeners uh, probably know from the FTX fiasco from the last year. You know, time flies. <laughs> and now yeah. the... It's like uh, something similar, but in but now we are experiencing the the tradfi winter, so the traditional finance winter, uh, where actually, as Balaji again uh, says, uh, um, kind of nicely, it's that uh, the the Fed lied, uh, the banks died, so uh, Fed uh, hiked the the rates uh, over the last year actually 20 fold it's been never done in the in the history the, like the paul walker in the 80s he hiked the the rates like 100 percent you know like mm -hmm. from 10 percent uh to 20 percent you know so like 100 percent in, increase um you know, but like uh, here, uh, Jer Jerome Powell, he did it like, yeah, 20x, you know, like over the year, you know, so it's like uh, almost from near zero to like, what is it, like four or five percent. And he's still, uh, he's still not finished. So let's see, maybe this was like the, the last, uh, last hike. Let's see. But over the year 2020, this kind of created uh, big distortions in the, the market and also created a hole in the balance sheet of uh, yeah, banks, uh, the U.S. banks mostly, but also banks abroad who uh, who hold uh, U.S. treasuries. And uh, Balaji says like, okay, it's like he, he has this kind of, yeah, again, like strong words like the, the money is gone or something like that. And he, and he started with this kind of narrative like, was it like 10th of March, like very early, you know, like with his bit uh, signal tweet and then like the week uh, after that, you know, mm -hmm. and he said like, okay, the money is gone. Uh, uh, the the banks lied, the bankers lied, and now the central bankers lied, and so like this kind of um, or or they hit the the insolvency in in a, in footnote in a foot in footnotes, you know, in like some kind of fine print. Um, but there were just like some indications that the, the bankers are nervous because their balance sheets are deteriorating uh, because of the actions of the Fed. That uh, uh, the the Fed uh, hiked the rates kind of unexpectedly or too quickly, mm -hmm. and uh, and Balaji likes likens it to um, Sam Bankman Fried who proclaimed like FTX is fine, uh, assets are fine, and now this is the same like the banks are fine, uh, you know, the mm -hmm. the yeah the balance sheets are fine, and it's also like uh, the Yunka, so it's like the former mm, uh, banker, like from the from the Europe, the yeah, uh, the, the central European Central Bank. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he said that uh, when the the things get serious, you know how to lie. So it's like also when the the bankers like they do some actions on Sundays, you know, and then mm -hmm. they proclaim like yeah, the 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 Western banking system is 
it's very stable or something it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, yeah uh, it's like why do you have to say <laughs> per se it when it, you know uh, so yeah it's kind of uh, yeah so this is yeah so basically Balaji likens uh, the, the the actions of central bankers and their proclamations to SBF who said like the, 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 the FTX is fine assets are fine and then there was this like 10 billion hole uh in in ftx and like was like very difficult to explain like what happened like actually where the money how can you lose like 10 billion you know it's 10 billion is such a like mind-blowing number for like regular mm -hmm. people you know uh for us and mm -hmm. with the bank, uh, uh yeah and how how could the, those money disappear and it's basically similar kind of uh uh, also mismanagement and also like a kind of accounting fraud or accounting tricks and like uh, here uh, the the assets were like some of the assets in the banks were held to maturity so it was like some kind of accounting um, trick or accounting uh, way how to uh, you know proclaim that we will hold these like u.s long-term u.s treasuries to maturity so we will not sell them before um, they mature and so uh because if uh, the banks uh, do it now they would maybe uh, need to uh, get like a 20 percent or 30 percent haircut uh, like because uh, the, the u.s treasuries uh because of the the interest rates uh, uh, uh went vertically uh, the the older uh, long-term U.S. Tre US treasuries, the, the, they their value kind of um, their value uh, got you know uh, reduced or diminished. So their price, you know, uh, because of um, so these are the, the U.S. Yeah. treasury which were bought by the small uh, uh, small community banks. Yeah, yeah, the small community COVID. bank. Yeah, exactly. They bought it like in 2022 or 2021, you know, with the expectations that, okay, the interest rates will uh, remain low. And so now, of course, if you can get like much better interest rates, the, the previous paper, uh, it's like uh, less valuable if you sell it because it doesn't yield as much, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, okay, I see your point, Jakub. So the sudden increase in deposit uh, deposits followed by the rapid rate hikes created a significant issue uh, for banks, and it seems like uh, many were caught, caught off guard. Um, do you think regulators were aware of the potential risk and uh, did, did not act accordingly? Yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, in 2020 and 2021, the, the community banks saw like the, the rapid increase in uh, in deposits because of these like so-called steamy checks you know like people uh -huh. got like the in the u.s you know uh got like yeah these two uh, stimulus uh, yeah stimulus checks like 1200 or i don't know how, how you know i live in slovakia in europe so i didn't get that steamy check but like it was i mean good for them and they put it in in these like uh, community banks and so they they saw like a flood of deposits you know like coming rushing into the, the bank mm -hmm. and they didn't know like what to do uh, with it you know like so mm -hmm. i mean and i mean the the principle of the traditional banking is like to um to like uh you know it's like the maturity transformation so like they they buy like the long they invest in long term but they uh but but they have like these short-term obligations you know like so and these were uh, uh so uh, in 2021 they had a lot of money um 
you know, like maybe too much, and they invested heavily in these uh, long-term U.S. treasuries. And uh, in 2022, when the the the, the interest rates, uh, I mean, the, the, were hiked, uh, mm-hmm. they they had this like a hole in the. Um, uh, in the in their balance sheet so but like it, it's like they were like whiplashed by uh by the covid and then also by the the inflation and the rate hikes and also like uh nobody had like the the ukraine invasion in their like bingo cards and so uh so this was also an issue because of the inflation and the disruption of uh um, the supply chains uh yeah so like so but imagine like uh, an example of uh like you know the, uh, during covid there was like there were times that you couldn't buy uh, a toilet paper or there was yeah, like, yeah. not enough toilet paper <laughs> so people were like hoarding toilet paper or they were like buying too much of it you know and then so uh, you know like it the became a commodity were, a valuable yeah, yeah, com- that, commodity <laughs> yeah valuable luxury commodity so uh, there was like no toilet paper or the shelves were empty you know uh, for a certain time you know and then what happened like uh after some time after a few weeks or months uh, and now there was like too much toilet paper you know like so yeah. it was like the opposite because i don't know like people overproduced you know so it's like a sinusoid you know so you had like yeah. and it's the little... same as, uh-huh. it's the, same uh, as uh, the 2008 crisis because uh the houses also they were they are overproduced you know uh, yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. it was like some kind of delayed price signal you know the prices were too high so they overproduced and now they had like too much um uh, supply and so the the price and prices catered because there was not enough demand so now this is something similar but it's like they had too much money Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know too much too much uh, uh, deposits and they they put it into (laughs) into (laughs) u.s treasuries and they got like the toilet paper in return you know like a kind of you know (laughs) that's funny yeah 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 yeah. i mean uh you know it's like okay but like uh i thought like when Balaji is uh, talking about it he's like okay he's like too radical or he's like sounding like uh, too radical even for bitcoin maxis you know or it's like okay it's like this is or some people said like oh this is not the Balaji we we know because he's like I don't know mm-hmm. like uh, he's kind of the use of words and something it seems like too radical mm-hmm. and when he says like the money is gone you know it's like is he like oversimplifying or something but uh but i think he was just again like uh of course he's like uh, not a hundred percent correct or right on on everything you know is like uh you know he he makes mistakes as everyone does but like here at least with this kind of narrative with his narrative i think he was like only maybe like two two weeks uh early than the 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 the, the most uh, uh the other commentators who actually also came up with the, the similar narrative now like and also not just narrative but like studies and numbers uh where they came uh, where they found out it's it's not just the the whole from the u.s treasuries is like 620 billion 
Uh, dollars uh, in the banking system but uh, but uh, if you count also the other like uh, securities like the mortgage backed securities you know like let's say from the commercial real estate uh, and yeah and some other assets like similar assets like this like now the 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 whole kind of grows uh, uh, to like 1.7 uh, trillion dollars and uh, the the authors of this study um I think it's the University of New York mm -hmm. uh, or New York University. Yeah, uh, they uh, they estimated that okay, you have like 18 billion or 17.5 billion, uh, uh, sorry, trillion uh, trillion dollars in the U.S. banking system. Uh, but actually, the the equity of banks, uh, you know, because it's like a fractional reserve bank, uh, banks, mm -hmm. and it's they don't need to uh, have uh, like. Um, Mm -hmm. all the deposit you yeah, know so their equity is only like two uh 2.2 .2 trillion so it's like the whole is like uh 1.7 trillion and the, the total equity in the u.s banking system is like 2.2 .2 trillion mm -hmm. so um yeah so it's like the okay it's not like the money is gone but it's like 80 percent of 81% of money is gone, you know, gone, so you yeah. calculate it. And it, of course, there could be other holes that we don't know about it, but it's like, it's a lot of holes, you know. And hmm. okay, but some people are like, uh, like have these like counter arguments, like, okay, but like the the fractional reserve banking uh, system kind of is always in illiquid, you know, if, mm -hmm. uh, if there is a bank run, you know, the bank will never get uh, all the money, you know, like, yeah. uh, if there is a bank run, it's like they have, I don't know, 10% or 6% of, mm -hmm. uh, of the, of the money kind of available. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is kind of, um, securities they, uh, uh, they can sell or assets they can sell to, uh, to, to satisfy customers who want to leave, you know, yeah. uh, but they never have like hundred percent of the, the deposits and, and, and when they do this bank, uh, kind of a stress test, I think they, uh, they, you know, they, they, they have like scenarios, like 30% uh, of the depositors leave or something, but they have never something like uh, like more of you know or 50 i'm not sure if it's like 30 or or 50 uh i'm not even sure if they do like 50 but imagine like you know like in the case of silicon valley bank you know it's um people are very connected uh, through group chats and also they they read twitter and as we discussed before uh even like before the news hit twitter you know it was kind of almost too uh, or it was too late to to act because like uh, most of the people uh, got uh, the information through group chats and they were they are like highly connected through group chats and so uh, they they managed to withdraw their their funds earlier than others you know so it's like as we discussed it's like the 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 attentionalism is uh, more important than capitalism, but like there is this like communitarianism is even more uh, important or upstream of attentionalism. So if you have Twitter, it's like attentionalism. Uh, downstream media is like the regular capitalism or yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, uh, commune like the group chats are upstream of Twitter, and the group chats are like the you know your community or communitarianism. So it's like this is like what creates uh, actually wealth or preserves wealth. You know, like to if you hang out with uh, the right people, like who have the right values uh, or. Mm, 
yeah it's kind of um, or right information as well uh, yeah. or fast information it can help you to protect your your wealth i think it's quite an important uh, point uh, from this digital bank run uh, on Silicon Valley Bank because it was like 42 billion left the bank within a few hours, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. And it was like even before the news hit Twitter. And we know that uh, what Balaji calls downstream media, right, are downstream of Twitter. So like imagine you, you need to be like <laughs> uh, not just reading <laughs> the, the downstream media because you are like two two days or one day um, slow, but it, it's not enough. Uh, to be on Twitter, but you need to be like uh, in, <laughs> well in connected. the right group chats. Yeah, in the right group chat. So I think, I mean, it's um, it's it's a good uh, uh, yeah, it's a good uh, frame framework, and I think it's a good realization. Like what people uh, need to do, like they need to just like uh, yeah, uh, be in the right projects, in the right uh, networks. group chats, yeah, networks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> deep state networks, <laughs> <laughs> big networks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but that's uh, that's um, uh, a very worrying revelation, Jakub. It seems like um, regulators uh, fail to inform citizens uh, of the potential risks, leaving them vulnerable to significant um, financial losses. Do you think? Um, this crisis is a consumer-facing crisis, like the global financial crisis of 2008, 2008 that is. Okay, yeah, so the, the uh, regulators were aware of these kind of uh, risks, and also they were aware of the the, ban the, the deteriorating state of the, the, the balance sheets uh, of banks, you know, because, um, yeah, the, I'm not sure if it's like, Kansas Fed uh, or or something. Some there was some paper like uh, Balaji is quoting it, uh, where uh, within six months. So at the beginning of 2022, uh, there were only four banks uh, that were like insolvent or technically uh, kind of uh, below five percent of some kind of capital. I don't know requirement ratio or something. Uh, but then the number grew to 330 something banks. You know within six months. So like imagine like December, uh, the end of the year 2021 or the beginning of 2022. You have mm -hmm. like four community banks and the number grows uh, to over 300 banks, uh, <laughs> over 300 banks, like 75x, you know, the, the, the number grows with uh, over six months. And it was like still this is like we are talking like, I don't know how many months uh, ago. And then what happened uh, after the, the, the rakes, uh, no, sorry, the, the, the rates uh, were hiked even, even more and more and more. People started to leave uh, in the US, you know, they, they started to behave like the yield farmers of the DeFi, you know, they started mm -hmm. to uh, chase higher returns in money market funds. Uh, we discussed also before that the, the EU uh, or the Europe doesn't have such a, such an industry or they kind of uh, crippled these like uh, money um, money market funds industry yeah. previously so the, the US has has this uh, this kind of like strong industry and they and so the the deposits were leaving uh, like few months before the Silicon Valley Silvergate uh, kind of crisis uh, and signature mm -hmm. bank crisis. Uh, yeah. So and and other banks like Credit Suisse and, uh, and others. So um, 
yeah this happens like a month month uh month uh, like gradually you know it's like it's happening gradually and then suddenly so it was like it's like kind of the peak uh peak of an iceberg mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah so and then uh okay like it's a different type of crisis balaji thinks for a couple of reasons for example you know there is this iphone moment uh, but the iphone came in 2009 um 2007 you know, yeah Okay, sorry, 2007, but like uh, it was still kind of early, you know, like for, yeah, uh, uh, yeah sorry, you are, you are correct. The Bitcoin <laughs> happened in 2009, <laughs> but uh, okay, but it was still kind of early, you know, like it uh, took a uh, couple of years uh, when like, you know, people like most of, you know, when the the, the smartphone became as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. So in 2000, you know, also the crisis actually happened in 2007 or started to happen in 2007 and then in 2008 and in the Europe, in in the EU or in Europe, it was like a couple of years uh, kind of, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, later. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, there was like one thing. So these digital bank runs, the internet uh, the, or the mobile banking uh, wasn't so, you know, developed, you, you know, as, as it is now. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't also like a consumer facing crisis uh, uh, as it is now. You know, it was like enterprise crisis. So like, uh, you know, people were discussing like these uh, credit default swaps, some kind of like special purpose vehicles. I don't know, some like this kind of like, you know, it was like kind of obscure as these like uh, finances uh intentionally mm-hmm. obscure as we discussed also before and balaji said, said like okay it's uh, it's kind of often a very uh, zero-sum environment and so you have all these like uh, credit default swaps or obligations yeah. this and that and some off-balance uh kind of vehicles and and a normal person is kind of feeling like intimidated by it, you know and these kind of percentages and uh, but Balaji says, okay, it's like uh, you don't need to be like too much intimidated by this kind of language because they, it's like on purpose, like technical, and it's all you know they're like um, misusing math to obscure, or they're using mm-hmm. math to obscure, and a Bitcoin is, <laughs> you know, it's a money back backed by math you know so it's like very simple math uh, with bitcoin meaning like okay you have like 21 million and it's like fixed supply um and of course it's secured by cryptography and and this and that but like uh this kind of financial lingo is like just like uh it's uh on on purpose it's too technical and too too kind of uh intimidating but anyhow, but what happened like in 2008 was like the subprime mortgage crisis where, okay, uh, people had like, um, uh, they, they had like, uh, let's say like you have like one mortgage and then you can also take another one on the same house. You had like this this kind of, it was just, uh, so it, of course it was involving consumers, but like mostly what happened was like this liquidity crunch or the credit crunch between the banks, you know, like some kind of like uh, they are um, lending to each other. There are like some yeah. overnight kind of uh, uh, raise, I mean, uh, transactions between banks and this kind of market dried up. And so the, the government need, and uh, of course there was these like Lehman Brothers and uh, Bear Stearns and um and some some other like big banks that had troubles and like the government uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah stepped in uh 
uh, backstopped the, the industry. But it wasn't like, uh, okay, first of all, yeah, 2009 didn't happen yet. So it, there was no uh, Bitcoin, actually Bitcoin uh, in the Genesis block, uh, it, uh, the, 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 the banking crisis is mentioned, you know, so it was like a reaction. It was mm -hmm. also uh, partially, at least it was like, it was a reaction to the financial system like it was like a better alternative so that was like one thing so the digital gold didn't happen and the the, the fed or the fdr uh, actually defeated uh, gold the the real gold uh, uh, mm -hmm. back in the 30s you know with the, yeah. the executive order to to seize the gold um, mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so okay so there was no yeah. alternative to the us dollar and also it wasn't like mm, actually consumer facing crisis in the sense that consumers didn't feel that uh okay this is uh impacting them immediately like their deposits are uh are not safe you know because it was like often like these big banks who were trading these derivatives and this kind of like uh, opaque uh kind of instruments and uh yeah so but mm -hmm. now uh, balaji says that you had like forty thousand like small and medium-sized businesses you had like forty thousand startup founders or uh ceos who realized like okay they had the accounts in the silicon valley bank and they realized that their money is not safe and what he saw it's actually uh, quite amazing for him like he saw like indian founders uh, moving uh, money from the u.s banking system to the indian banking system wow. so it was like one of the most amazing flippings he he saw uh, says balaji in his life because now uh the indian banks are more trustworthy for yeah. many people than the u.s banks so it's kind of crazy you know uh crazy yeah. mm, situation yeah yeah so okay yeah. that's that's an interesting observation Jakub. and i like the the example that um actually it just hit my mind right now like uh the comparison between the 2008 crisis and uh and uh, this one is uh 2008 yes it might be even be maybe bigger one but uh it didn't have that much impact because uh i mean uh they, it was not a social media era you know, people are not that connected, so it did spread that much, like right now. So right now, you know, people are so much connected with even chats and uh, iMessage and social media. They can communicate very fast and they can withdraw their deposit uh, very fast. So this one is more uh, intense than even 2007 because of that connectivity uh, between uh, uh, citizens. Yeah, but... Um, it seems like the crisis has uh, has eroded the trust in the U.S. banking um, system, leading to a shift towards um, alternative assets like gold and Bitcoin. I'm majorly Bitcoin because gold now is not is uh, <laughs> still the people who are trading gold, but uh, more people are into uh, digital gold, Bitcoin. But do you think this trend will, uh, as you finish uh, this episode, do you think this um, trend will co uh, continue and? What do you think the future holds for the U.S. banking system? Yeah, I mean, 
it's difficult to predict like uh, the the exact timing. It's also like Balaji with his bit signal. He 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 on his bet that uh, Bitcoin will hit the one million within ninety days. I, I mean, he's not like backtracking it uh, like explicitly, but he says like, okay, this is just like kind of he thinks like he's di directionally right, and he in a sense already won the bet uh, uh, in a way that uh, people are more serious about like what's happening and also like the more and more people are saying that uh and writing like um uh mm. the, the bank banking system uh, has some real real uh troubles uh because of this like technical insolvency and it's not just like the the typical fractional banking uh situation but they're they're real like the the, the value of those assets uh the and the balance sheets uh deteriorated so and and uh you you also have like this commercial uh real estate crisis that is looming and i think what people are not discussing and what will uh what might happen actually this year and it's made is another kind of like a grace one uh, it's uh, the the manufacturing kind of thing, you know, like the community banks. Uh, if there is this credit credit uh, freeze or cr credit crunch, uh, the the uh, like the small small guy, you know, like the the normal person, mm -hmm. the, the main street will suffer, like the small enterprises will suffer. Yeah. Uh, but um, and then you have these like uh, big systematically important banks and. And they have, they will have some issue, or the big banks will have some issues with like commercial real estate, you know, uh, with um, that the, the the value of of these uh, these uh, their portfolios will also kind of uh, suffer because uh, because of remote work, because uh, not not enough people are returning to the offices, and because of some over production or over construction and uh, yeah and also like uh, uh, and also then the 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 the, mm, the housing market will probably follow uh, because uh, people will not be able to afford like such big mortgages with such a high rates you know uh, interest rates uh, but uh, I think what is a black swan or a gray swan is actually manufacturing and especially automotive industry it's like Balaji is not talking about this but like yet but or, or I haven't noticed yet but I think this is actually mm, something that that might break the the system at the mm -hmm. end because it's like you know the the the, the factories and uh, it's like the backbone of actually this industrial era in the west and it's you have this like legacy automakers i don't know the made in germany brands like the i don't know mercedes something mm -hmm. like that you know and it's like this is actually like what's like the, the European these European brands and I think what's happening in 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 China uh, like they they have a like very strong kind of like uh, competition emerging in China and the Chinese kind of um, authorities seem to be keen to chase away uh, the European or the Western uh, automakers and. Yeah, and there is like this trade, not just like war, but like, uh, yeah, there is this kind of um, uh, big fight of these automotive companies within China. And uh, I think it will like trickle down uh, to these like big uh, legacy automakers uh, in the West and it will... Um, 
um, or cascade down, not trickle down, or it will cascade down and and uh, they will be like, yeah, this will hit the economy and this might actually uh, break the banks so kind of indirectly. I mean, of course, like also these uh, big uh, legacy automate, uh, automakers, they have like, uh, they, they, they are over leveraged or they have like big loans, you know, like uh, huge loans. So that's also like one, one thing, but like it's kind of... Um, I think it's more on a like kind of emotional or mental kind of like psychological level. It's like you know, like if this like imagine like some big legacy automaker kind of goes under, then I think it's like it's like an end of an era. So I think that's like a kind of like my uh, prediction, hmm. just like observing some weak signals going from China on how the which is actually the biggest market for many of these like automate automakers, uh, legacy automakers from Europe. So yeah, uh, so like the, there are a lot of headwinds on a, on a horizon. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but with the the U.S. banks, I don't know. You know, I'm not like a bank analyst. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think they are quite connected with the U- European banks, and so I don't think that our banks here in Europe are immune. Uh, there are some differences, like. Uh, Probably like uh, our European banks are more conservative, and uh, like all the banks are like regulated un- under these like uh, Basel Basel three. Uh, <laughs> Basel is the the city in in in, uh, in Switzerland. Yeah. So Basel three regulations, but these commercial banks, uh, sorry, uh, community banks in the U.S. they were not regulated under Basel three. So, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but you know it's like uh, one. If the uh, if the U.S. sneezes, everybody will catch a cold. So mm-hmm. I think it's true, but with the exception probably of countries who are like ahead uh, of uh, the curve and who are like buying into uh, Bitcoin and crypto or buying into uh, like tech in general. You know, like there mm-hmm. are you know, Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, they are trying to get like some uh, tech talent overseas or build some like new cities. Um, uh, yeah, uh, United Arab Emirates, they are trying yeah. to uh, position themselves as crypto friendly, even Hong Kong, which is yeah. kind of <laughs> strange move by China. And of course, uh, El Salvador and these kind of countries. So actually, yeah. China, I've seen uh, on TikTok, they have uh, introduced like Bitcoin on twitter so uh, i just saw the news uh some some uh some hours ago like uh, really yeah so <laughs> i don't know if they are reacting to the restrict act by uh, by Probably. the us yeah, so yeah. but uh yeah, yeah. I, as, as i said before this 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 might surprise even maybe us you could see like china china coming back hard with the uh, you know crypto so and they decide to say back their currency with crypto you know yuan is backed by bitcoin so and it might leave you know um us in a bad situation you know uh just because of stupidity in regulation and uh, their system of banking i mean the banking system. yeah 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 i think i think it could it could be like um i, I mean yeah we discussed before how the, the how china like 
uh, has chased away the um, uh, kicked out uh, the Bitcoin miners and they went to the US. But uh, uh, yeah, but it doesn't mean that they are they are probably kind of kind of like forward looking on crypto. So they might also change their mind, but uh, they might also like. Uh, play this kind of uh, pa power games, games. And, mm -hmm. and and there is this new book soft war so it's not like soft wa uh, software uh, so, so software but soft war uh, by jason lowry i think is his name and i i just listened couple to a uh, couple of hours episode uh podcast episode with him and he has this like kind of um um idea that um uh, bitcoin with the proof of work it's like uh, it's like a power projection a global power projection through electricity you know like through power grids and it's like uh it's like a kind of like a modern it's uh, so basically the, the government should embrace bitcoin as part of some kind of like modern warfare or power projection or mm -hmm. competition you know, so instead of like kinetic uh, warfare, where you like uh, shoot bombs and yeah. like uh, bo uh, yeah bomb other countries or something, you just like um, yeah you just like uh, compete in producing cheap energy, uh, like let's say through nuclear and yeah. like securing the 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 Bitcoin blockchain and like getting as much um, Bitcoin and like kind of uh, Bitcoin mining as possible. Doesn't mm -hmm. need to be done through state. It could be done through, um, yeah, like private sector as as it is done now. But yeah. I think China China might be like uh, playing, you know, like some four dimensional chess here. Yeah. Uh, or at least you know, like they have Hong Kong, you know, and like Hong Kong was always kind of like. Uh, like it, it was always the, the financial kind of yeah, center, uh, but yeah. now uh, they integrated it more and kind of it's not as free as it was before. But like now they can say like okay, but it's open for for crypto, and mm -hmm. uh, please uh, it's open for business. Uh, how can we help? And uh, let's see how uh, how it will play out. But like if the US was and uh, was smart, then they would. Um, actually buy bitcoin not uh, ban bitcoin or burn no, these, like fiat to crypto bridges yeah and actually the guy who wrote the book uh soft war is like um uh he's uh, uh in the u.s army he's like some uh what is it it's some kind of space uh space corp or something you know like mm -hmm. uh yeah, so he is like he's a, quite is a smart guy into Bitcoin, and <laughs> yeah. he is like a, a, you know the state employee or something, you know. So it's like um, it's not everybody's from the private sector. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what uh, the countries should do. So don't yeah. don't ban Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I think uh, that's a good wrap up. But I think uh, with the Bitcoin signal meme. Uh, Balaji is trying uh, to also raise an alarm on the internet and get as many people on the Bitcoin life port as possible before the fear to crypto bridges are uh, banned. His advice for these uh, days is to buy Bitcoin, get it off exchanges, and move to a crypto-friendly jurisdiction. I believe uh, that this crisis has exposed uh, some of the fundamental flaws in the U.S. banking system. And it will take significant reforms to restore trust and uh, stability. Well, Yakub, thank you for having you um, here in, at Timtambo Desk. It was uh, a pleasure.
Yeah, thank you, Duke. It's always great to talk to you and uh, have a great time and see you soon. See you soon too. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening from Tumbledore's podcast, don't forget to subscribe, give this episode a thumbs up, and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, this is Duke Mtambo, and don't forget to do good always.